السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته حياكم الله وبياكم الحمد لله يا رب العالمين لك الحمد والشكر على كل نعمة أنعمتها علينا اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وآل إبراهيم لك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد Brothers and sisters حياكم الله وبياكم Let me do this there we are. That didn't work out properly, but it's okay. Uh, here we are in the uh, process of beginning the discussion on the fourth hadith from the Arba'in and Nawawiyah. I have a new Adobe reader because the old one was acting up. And this one comes with a lot of panels that I can't seem to get rid of right now. Bismillah. So I apologize if this thing is a little cluttered. Inshallah, um, by next class, I would have that part sorted out. So, without any further ado, let us dig right in and discuss this meta uh, properly. So, we're going to read the hadith Al Hadith Al Rabi' Al Hadith Al Rabi' An Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu qal. حدثنا رسول الله وهو الصادق المصدوق صلى الله عليه وسلم إن أحدكم يجمع خلقه في بطن أمه أربعين يوما نطفة ثم يكون علاقة مثل ذلك ثم يكون مضغة مثل ذلك ثم يرسل إليه الملك فينفخ فيه الروح ويؤمر بأربع كلمات بكتب رزقه وأجله وعمله وشقي أو سعيد فوالله الذي لا إله غيره إن أحدكم ليعمل بعمل أهل الجنة حتى ما يكون بينه وبينها إلا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل أهل النار فيدخلها وإن أحدكم ليعمل بعمل أهل النار حتى ما يكون بينه وبينها إلا ذراع فيسبق عليه الكتاب فيعمل بعمل أهل الجنة فيدخلها رواه البخاري ومسلم طيب Here it goes like this The Messenger of Allah Ibn Mas'ud On the authority of Abdul Rahman Abdullah Ibn Mas'ud May Allah be pleased with him he said the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, and he is uh, truthful. Uh, he narrated to us, Verily, each of you is brought together in his mother's womb for 40 days. Then, then it is therein a clinging object during this period. Thereafter, it is therein a lump looking like it has been chewed in this period. And then an angel is sent to him. Then he blows the soul into him. And he's commanded with four words to write his sustenance, his uh, death, ajal, his duration, lifespan, his deeds, and whether he will be wretched or happy. By the one whom there is no deity other than him, one of you, one of you will work and do the deeds of the people of Jannah 
until there isn't between him and that except an arm's length. Then the preordainment uh, which is written for him basically exceeds him. So then he does the deeds of the people of the hellfire and he enters it therein. And verily one of you will do the deeds of the people of the fire until there's only an arm's length between him and the fire. Then the preordainment supersedes or exceeds him. So he does the deeds of the people of Jannah and he enters it therein. Tamam. So let's look at this now. قوله حدثنا حدث وأخبر في اللغة العربية بمعنى واحد. Now he narrated to us or he told us or he spoke to us. He said حدث وأخبر. He told us or he informed us in the Arabic language have a have a single meaning. وهي كذلك عند قدماء المحدثين. It is the same thing used among the uh, earlier generation of the, uh, you know, the scholars of the science of hadith. لكن عند المتأخرين, however, among the later, uh, the more contemporary scholars of hadith, يفرقون بين حدثنا وأخبرنا. They make a distinction between the term حدثنا and between the term أخبرنا. وعلم ذلك مذكور في مصطلح الحديث. And the knowledge of that is written in the books that discuss the science of hadith. وقوله وهو الصادق المصدوق regarding the statement and he is the trustworthy, the believed. He is the truthful one who is believed. الجملة هذه مؤكدة لقوله رسول الله. This sentence is an affirmation and an emphasis and a reiteration of the statement the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam لأنه من اعترف بأنه رسول اعترف بأنه صادق مصدوق because whosoever acknowledges and confesses that he is a messenger i.e. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a messenger then he is by default confessing that he is A. truthful B. he is مصدوق he is believed by others وقوله وهو الصادق أي الصادق فيما أخبر به. He is the truthful one, meaning he is truthful regarding that which he says, that which he says, that which he informs about. المصدوق فيما أخبر به. Whereas المصدوق is about the information which he has spoken about. So الصادق, he is truthful, and مصدوق is what he says is true. كابيش, كابيشي. فإذا قلت if you were to say قادم زيد وكان قادما فهنا يقال للمخبر إنه صادق if a person says زيد came and he was coming here it is said to the informer that he is truthful وإذا حدثني إنسان if a person spoke to me وقال and he said قادم زيد وهو صادق فإنه يقال لي مصدوق someone said that زيد came and he is truthful then we say that he has said the truth. Meaning he's informing about a truthful matter. He's informing about a truthful matter. Uh, one moment. وَالنَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَصْفُهُ كَذَلِكَ تَمَامًا the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, his description is as such perfectly. فَوَصَادِقٌ فِيمَا أَخْبَرَ بِهِ He is truthful 
regarding that which he has said. And he is believed in that which has been inspired unto him. One moment. All right. وإنما ذكر ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه هذه الجملة هذه الجملة. Now the reason why Ibn Mas'ud may Allah be pleased with him mentioned this particular statement or this sentence لأن التحدث عن هذا المقام من أمور الغيب التي تخفى. Mm. Because speaking about this is in the context of speaking about a matter of the unseen that is hidden. وليس في ذلك الوقت تقدم طب حتى يعرف ما يحصل ما يحصل and there wasn't at that time any progress in medicine so that we will know the actual progression of the embryo وهناك ما هو فوق ما هو فوق علم الطب وهناك ما هو فوق علم الطب there is something, however, which even exceeds the science of medicine, and that is the decree or the writing of the sustenance and the lifespan and the deeds and whether the person will be wretched or happy. فلذلك من فقه عبد الله بن مسعود رضي الله عنه أنه أتى بهذه الجملة المؤكدة لخبر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. That's why. It's from the from the fiqh, meaning here is from the understanding. It's from the intelligent understanding of Ibn Mas'ud. May Allah be pleased with him that in this sentence he confirmed. He used that term as-sadiq al-masduq, which is usually not used in that context to, uh, to affirm what the Prophet has taught. Because back then, obviously no one had access to this kind of information. قال إن أحدكم يجمع خلقه في بطن أمه. You guys can, if you want to work on your Arabic pronunciation, then inshallah you can listen to this class again and again and again and work on مخارج الحروف and making sure that you pronounce every letter the way it's supposed to be pronounced because the Arabic language varies. Uh, varies from the English language in terms of how the letters are pronounced. First, there are there are sounds uh, in the phonetic language that don't exist in the English language in the first place, and then there's also certain subtleties um, that differentiate it from the English language. So, for example, uh, a person may mispronounce the ta as a ta. So, if you don't read properly, say in ahadakum. Or some people pronounce the dal as a dal. They say, إِنَّ أَحَضَكُمْ يُجْمَعُ خَلْكُهُ مثلا the qaf, they could pronounce, pronounce it as a kaf. خَلْكُهُ It's خَلْكُهُ فِي بَطْنِ بَطْ There's a ta, there's a sukoon on the ta. So there's a qalqala if you were reciting the Quran. You're not. However, it is very similar. So فِي بَطْنِ أُمِّهِ Not فِي بَطْنِ أُمِّهِ Those can alter the meaning and they could mess it up. Plus, you know, it just doesn't sound... It doesn't sound right. Just like if somebody were to speak English and mispronounce the words, it just does not sound right. And and generally, it is uh, off-putting. 
and it is a turnoff and it it detracts uh, distracts uh, and people from from learning some people just uh, it just doesn't look professional so we should always make an effort uh, the arabs they should make an effort on improving their english language skills and the non arabs should make an effort on uh, you know improving their arabic language skills that way we could all complete each other and we could all become better so that da'wah is done uh, in a professional manner uh, where people don't find loopholes or excuses to reject uh, the truth. It's not a big deal, but it is something that I would like to highlight. So if you want to recite it or you want to read it properly, then you could listen to these classes again. So again, the sheikh said the breaking down of this is that when a, uh, when a human, when a male, he has uh, relations with his family. Again, ahl usually is referring to the wife. The ahl in a certain context could refer to the whole family, i.e. the wife and the children. And in other contexts, it's referring strictly to the wife. So here when the sheikh says, his wife, the, the semen, the the semen that comes out is actually dispersed everywhere it goes everywhere and that dispersed semen basically is brought together yujma it is collected how they come together it is not mentioned in this hadith it was said it is said that medicine was able to acquire some information about the uh, embryological, uh, uh, what do you call it, production or progression or process. And Allah knows best. So for 40 days, he is a drop of semen. Then it will be like a, a clot, as we said earlier. Uh, what was the term used? It's like a clinging object. It's like a clinging object. Does he suddenly, does he suddenly uh, transition from a sperm, uh, from a sperm drop to a clinging object? That's the question. Does it suddenly, I'm sorry, yeah, does it suddenly uh, uh, transition from the clinging object to the lump? That's the question. Al-jawab, la. The answer is no. Rather, it, it transitions and it evolves slowly but surely, gradually. Yani one, one step at a time. That's what shay'an fashay'an means. Uh... فيحمار حتى يصل إلى الغاية في فيحمار حتى يصل إلى الغاية في الحمرة فيكون علقة. So it becomes red until it reaches the peak red and then it becomes a a lump. Then it becomes a lump looking like object like something that is chewed. علقة is something that is chewed. Uh, or that would be the مضغة afterwards. والعلقة هي قطعة الدم الغليظ. An alaqa is a is a thick blood blood clot is a thick blood clot. 
وهي دوده معروفه ترى في المياه الراكده and it is actually it's a type of worm that is known to reside in still water ثم يكون مضغطا مثل ذلك اي 40 يوما so then he will be a lump like that for 40 days والمضغه هي قطعه لحم بقدر ما يمضغه الانسان and مضغه is a piece of meat equivalent to what a human chews choose not chooses choose i e c h e w something that you chew on وهذه المضغه تتطور شيئا فشيئا once again ها once again this مضغه Uh, uh, will uh, will also evolve and grow uh, slowly but surely. ولهذا قال الله تعالى نطفة نطفة ثم من علقة. That's what Allah said. That from نطفة then from علقة. فالجميع يكون مئة وعشرين أي أربعة أشهر. So the entirety of the process, the entirety of the process is. Uh, wait, let me do this. And let me do this. A leech. There you go. Tamam, ya iman. Morphs. There you go. Yeah, you guys, you, mashallah. Yeah, I need, I need that dam uh, and that support and assistance. So the entirety of the process is 120 days, i.e., four months. Four months. ثم يرسل إليه الملك. Then the angel is sent. والمرسل هو الله رب العالمين. And the sender is Allah, the Lord of the worlds, عز وجل. Exalted in might. And uh, the exalted in the mighty. فيرسل الملك إلى هذا الجنين. So Allah sends the angel to that embryo. وهو واحد الملائكة. والمراد به الجنس لا ملك معين and it is one angel what is intended is the type of angel in charge of that and not a particular angel that is responsible for all but an angel that whose job not one angel and any of the angels who's assigned to be sent to the embryo to fulfill this particular task فينفخ فيه الروح he therefore blows the soul into him الروح ما به يحيى الجسم روح is whatever causes the body to be revived or to be alive وكيفية النفخ الله أعلم بها the manner in which this blowing occurs only Allah knows about it ولكنه ينفخ في هذا الجنين الروح ويتقبلها الجسم however he blows the soul into this embryo and the body accepts it والروح سئل النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم عنها and the soul the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم was asked about it فأمره الله أن يقول so Allah commanded him to say ويسألونك عن الروح قل الروح من أمر ربي وما أوتيتم من العلم إلا قليلا they ask you concerning the soul say the soul is from the matter of my lord from the command of my lord فالروح من أمر الله أي من شأنه. This is from the matter, the affair that is specific to Allah. فهو الذي يخلقها عز وجل. It is Allah who created. وما أتيتم من العلم إلا قليلا. And you've only been given knowledge a little. وهذا فيه نوع من التوبيخ. And this is a type of reprimand. 
كأنه قال as if it is being said ما بقي عليكم من العلم إلا الروح حتى تسألوا عنها يعني there's nothing you've left of knowledge in, in, except the soul that you want to ask about it as well ولهذا قال الخضر لموسى عليه السلام لما شرب الطائر من البحر that's why الخضر said to Musa عليه السلام when the, when the bird drank from the sea ما نقص, ما نقص علمي وعلمك من علم الله إلا كما نقص هذا العصفور بمنقاره من البحر uh, my knowledge and your knowledge did not take away from the knowledge of Allah, did not decrease or subtract from the knowledge of Allah, except what that bird has uh, has taken away from the sea with its, uh, with its, what do you call it? With its beak. Meaning it did not decrease it in any form. Did not take away from the knowledge of Allah in any way. So he's commanded, i.e. the angel. Yay, I got it right this time, guys. Alhamdulillah. The Arba'i Kalimat with four words. And the commander is Allah, the exalted in might. Biketbi. As we explained already, the, his sustenance, his lifespan, his deeds, and whether wretched or happy. What is intended by risk here is whatever benefits the human. And it is of two types. The type of sustenance that... that uh, maintains the body and the type of sustenance that maintains the religion as for the sustenance that sustains and maintains uh, the body that will include uh, the food and the drink and the clothing and the accommodation and the ride, your ride, your vehicle, or if you have a horse or a donkey or a monkey, or I don't know what you may be riding. Anyways, any any of those which you could ride on is uh, is included. It's markub from rakib al-shay to ride on something. Uh, uh, to, be, to be differentiated from the term makrub, and karb, which is a, a calamity or, or a difficulty. And a makrub is a person who's undergoing some tough times. Well, I'm just giving you general vocabulary. And of course, that opens up the discussion of the term mabruk, uh, which as our brother Muhammad Tim Humble explained, and as we, you know, people, generally people of, or, who have knowledge or the students of knowledge or the du'at are, should be familiar with, that the term mabruk is actually a wrong term to use, but it's very common among the Muslims uh, and in the various parts of the world. When you want to congr congratulate someone, you say mabruk. Well, mabruk actually means that you've been basically ridden uh, uh, by a camel or a camel has basically uh, landed on you or, or relaxed on you or settled down on you. While the right, right term is barakallahu lak wa burika lak wa burik and, and other words of this, of, of other derivatives of the word baraka, certainly uh, mabruk is not one of them. So if you want to be particular, you should avoid using that term, and it's best that you do so. 
As for the sustenance that uh, maintains and supplies your religion, Mubarak is good. Mubarak is good. No problem. Meaning blessed. It is blessed. May it be blessed. And as for the sustenance that, is, that maintains your religion, then that would be knowledge and iman. Both are intended in this particular narration. So the, his, his lifespan is the, the duration that he will spend in this world. And the people vary in terms of their lifespan, in terms, in terms of their lifespan majorly, like a major difference between them. Some people die at birth. Some of them live up to a hundred years from among this ummah. As for the nations that preceded us, they used to live longer than that. Nuh was among his people for 900,000 years minus 50, meaning 950 years. And the choice of the, the long life versus short life is not up to the human. It has nothing to do really, it's not really related much to the healthiness of the body or the maintenance of the body. Because an, a death could be a result of an accident. Even though that person is as strong as he can be. And he's as mighty as he can be. But the lifespans, their matter is uh, their duration and their preordainment is, uh, is with Allah. So a person could be very uh, ill. And and survive many many years, and a person can be very healthy and die suddenly. And all of you can attest to that, and all of you have come across people in your circle that are you know that that the Subhanallah. Ala kulli hal, the person, uh, the person should not make du'a for their death. However, if a person is struggling with the dunya. Then the best they could do is the dua that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to make. Allahumma ahini ma alimta al-hayata khayran li, wa tawafani idha alimta al-wafata khayran li. Oh Allah, give me life if you know that life is better for me, and cause me to die if you know that dying is better for me. Sometimes it's better for you to die than to be tested in your religion. Maybe you're a believer now, in ten years you won't be a believer. Wal-iyadu billah. Dying earlier while you're a believer is a better deal. For you then living longer and 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 renouncing you uh, or denouncing your religion or apostatizing. So you never know. And the flip side, somebody uh, who lives long upon righteousness is better for them. It's better for you to live a long life in obedience to Allah than live a short life in obedience to Allah because the more you worship Allah, the better the reward in life to come. And we know this from the hadith of the man who died before the other one. One of them had fasted in extra Ramadan. You know that. You know the story. A lot of people suffer in this life. Uh, and But we know that you should not make dua for your own death. Because that's prohibited in Islam. 
as for the ayah where Maryam السلام, said, Ya laytani mittu qabla hadha wa kuntu mansiya. The scholars have uh, uh, explained this ayah uh, that the statement of Maryam is not to be understood as her wishing for death. It was because of the calamity and it's an expression. And there's, there's a, 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 lot, a lot of tafasir explaining this particular statement. And even, even if it were to be uh, something that was said with that intention, uh, in Islam, it's no longer permissible. Just like prostrating to people out of respect was valid at the time of Yusuf salam, it's no longer valid in uh, our legislation, our sharia. But most scholars do not look at the statement of Maryam as being uh, wishing for death as many people today wish for death or are suicidal. وَهَذَا الْأَجَلْ لَا يَتَقَدَّمْ لَحْظَةٌ وَلَا يَتَأَخَّرٌ this duration, this lifespan, this ajal is the, your death, does not come a second, a moment sooner, nor is it a moment delayed. فَإِذَا تَمَّ الْأَجَلِ انْتَهَتِ الْحَيَاةِ If the if the life ends, if your death time has come, then the, the then your life your life has come to an end. وَأَذْكُرْ وَأَذْكُرْ لَكُمْ قِصَّةٍ وَقَعَتْ فِي عُنَيْزَةٍ And I will narrate onto you a story that took place in Unayza. And y'all should know that Sheikh bin Uthameen, rahimahullah, was from Unayza. That was the city from which the Sheikh uh, was from. مَرَّ دَبَّابٌ أَيْ دَرَّاجَةٌ نَارِيَةٌ دَرَّاجَةٌ نَارِيَةٌ بِتَقَاطُعٌ A motorcycle uh, crossed an intersection. وَإِذَا بِسَيَّارَةٍ تُرِيدُ أَنْ تَقْطَعْ And there was a car that was trying to cross. فَوَقَّفَ صَاحِبُ الدَّبَّابِ يَنْتَظِرْ عُبُورِ السَّيَّارَةِ So the, uh, the motorcycle rider, uh, he waited for the car to pass. وَالسَّيَّارَةِ وَقَفَتْ تَنْتَظِرْ عُبُورِ الدَّبَّابِ And the car waited for the motorcycle to pass. ثُمَّ انْتَلَقَ جَمِيعًا Then they waited for each other and then they both took off at the same time. فَصُدِمَ الدَّبَّابُ وَمَاتَ الرَّاكِبُ So the motorcycle was struck and the, and the, the rider died. الرَّدِيفِ الَّذِي وَرَاهُ وَمَاتَ الرَّاكِبُ الرَّدِيفِ الَّذِي وَرَاهُ الصَّاقِ And the passenger who was behind the, the rider of the motorcycle died. Subhanallah. <laughs> so the rider of the motorcycle survived. The rider of the car survived. The person behind who was uh, the, the passenger, if you want to call him a passenger, who was sitting in the back side or the back seat of the motorcycle, passed away. So reflect now and, and wait, stand for a minute in order to reflect on, on how uh, death comes around. Uh, how perfect is Allah. قال الله تعالى وَلَنْ يُؤَخِّرَ اللَّهُ نَفْسًا إِذَا جَاءَ أَجَلُهَا And Allah will not delay a soul when its time has come. وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم إنه لن, إنه لن تموت نفس حتى تستكمل رزقها And the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said that no soul shall pass away until it has completed its sustenance. Until it has completed its sustenance. No soul shall die until it has completed its sustenance. وَهُنَا مَسْأَلَةٌ هَلِ الْأَجَلْ وِرَاثِي Here's a question. Is uh, 
uh, your death something inherited? الجواب الأجل ليس وراثيا. No, death is not inherited. فكم من شاب مات من قبيلة أعمارهم طويلة. How often does a young man die who belongs to a tribe whose lifespan is long? وكم من شاب عمر في قبيلة عمر قصيرا. How often has a young man lived for a long time even though he comes from a tribe where people generally have a short lifespan? But it's not something that you basically, it's not like because your mom and dad lived a long life, that means you're going to live a long life. That's basically what the sheikh say. Because some people might connect, say, okay, the whole family usually lives long, so that means that it's going to apply to the rest of the kids. Not necessarily. وَعَمَلَهُ أَيْ مَا يَكْتَسِبُهُ مِنَ الْأَعْمَالِ الْقَوْلِيَّ وَالْفَعْلِيَّ وَالْقَلْبِيَّ الحمد لله فَمَكْتُوبٌ عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ الْعَمَلِ and his deeds is whatever he earns of deeds, whether verbal, whether action, physical, يعني فعل, something he does, or qalbiya or related to the heart. All of this is written upon the per person to uh, perform and to fulfill. وَشَقِيٌّ أَوْ سَعِيدٌ And then wretched or happy. هَذِهِ النِّهَايَةِ This is the end result. وَالسَّعِيدُ هُوَ الَّذِي تَمَّ لَهُ الْفَرَحُ وَالسُرُورِ The happy one is the one who has, uh, who has uh, joy and happiness established and uh, completed for him. Whereas the wretched one is the opposite. So among them is the wretched and the happy. As for those who were wretched, then for them in the fire will be, will be the zafir and shahiq. It's basically the 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 uh, the sounds that the hellfire will make uh, and it's it's like it's like a raging bull basically khalidina fiha ma damat as-samawat wal ard illa ma sha'a rabbuk inna rabbaka fa'al lima yurid and they will it, they will abide therein eternally as long as the heavens and the earth exist except whatever your lord wills verily your lord does what he wills it will roar yeah there you go wa amma alladhina su'idu fa fil jannati khalidina fiha ma damat as-samawat wal ard illa ma sha'a rabbuka ata'an ghayra majdud as for those who were happy then they will be in the gardens abiding in eternally as long as the heavens and the earth are there except what your lord wills ata'an meaning it's a generosity it's the giving of allah ghayra majdud that is not cut off and it will not come to an end so the end result for every one of us and everybody out there is either wretchedfulness, wretchedfulness or happiness. So we ask him, how perfect is he to make us from the people of happiness? Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. قال فوالله الذي لا إله غيره هذه الجملة قيل إنها مدرجة من كلام ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه وليست من كلام النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم The statement it was said that this is from the statements that are attributed to Ibn Mas'ud and it is not from the speech of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم وَإِذَا اخْتَلَفَ الْمُحَدِّثُونَ فِي جُمْلَةٍ مِنَ الْحَدِيثِ أَمُدْرَجَةٌ هِيَ أَمْ مِنْ أَصِلْ الْحَدِيثِ If the scholars differ if the scholars differ on, uh, uh, on a sentence within a hadith, whether, is, whether it is from the statement of the narrator or from the statement of the 
original text of the hadith, meaning the statements of the Prophet ﷺ. Meaning right now in this hadith, it mentioned that Allah sends the angel. Then it says here, then suddenly it says, This could either be the statement of the Prophet ﷺ, which Abu Ibn Mas'ud heard and narrated to us accordingly, or it could be an interjection from Mas'ud where he now is making an oath. And this was that from the speech of the Prophet ﷺ. So the scholars of hadith, they differ. Whenever they differ on whether a statement is from the original statements of the Prophet ﷺ or from the additional statements of the narrator who's narrating the hadith, hadith. The fundamental principle is that they consider it to be from the original wording of the hadith. فَلَا يُقْبَلُ الْإِدْرَاجِ إِلَّا بِدَلِيلٍ لَا يُمْكِنُ أَنْ يُجْمَعَ بِهِ وَبَيْنَ الْأَصْلِ وَالْإِدْرَاجِ So they do not accept that this is an addition or an insertion except with an evidence. And that evidence is one where you cannot really reconcile between the two concepts of whether you cannot really tell whether it is from the statement of the uh, hadith or from the statement of the narrator. وَعَلَى هَذَا فَالصَّوَابُ أَنَّهَا مِنْ كَلَامِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَمُ So accordingly, we could say that this is from the statement or from the statements of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. فَوَاللَّهِ الَّذِي لَا إِلَىٰ غَيْرُهُ هَذَا قَسَمٌ مُؤَكَّدٌ بِالتَّوْحِيدٌ So this statement here, uh, by Allah, besides him, there's no deity besides him. Besides you, there's no deity. There you go. This is an oath that is emphasized with the oneness and uniqueness of Allah. Al-Qasam fawallahi. The oath is fawallahi. Wa-tawkidu bit-tawheed. And the emphasis on this oath with the unification and the oneness of Allah is in the statement, Al-Ladhi la ilaha ghayru. There is no God in truth. There is no deity in truth except Allah. Even though you find other deities besides Allah that is being worshipped, but it is not true. It is not a true deity that is worthy of worship. كما قال الله عز وجل as Allah said أم لهم آلهة أم لهم أم لهم آلهة تمنعهم من دوننا لا يستطيعون نصر أنفسهم or do they have other gods that will able that that are able to prevent prevent them from us they are unable to grant them victory or to aid them وقال عز وجل ذلك بأن الله هو الحق وأن ما يدعون من دونه الباطل وأن ما يدعون من دونه الباطل that is because Allah is the truth and whatever they call on to uh, they call on besides him is al-batil is the falsehood uh, this was in surah luqman ayah number 30 inna ahadakum la ya'malu bi'amali ahli al-jannati hatta ma yakunu baynahu wa baynaha illa dhira' ay hatta yaqruba ajaluhu tamaman Meaning the person will, will be from do the deeds of the people of Jannah until there's only an arm's length between him and Jannah. Meaning until he's very close to his death. It doesn't mean that the, the, that is in reference to the degree of his deeds. Meaning he keeps getting better and better and better and better until it's only now an arm's length between him and Jannah. Then all of a sudden it changes. That's not what is intended. It's intended meaning in the duration, time-wise. Meaning from his 40 years, 39 of them were X, 
and now the last few months is why why though because when you understand this hadith you will know why because the deed that this person was doing actually was not good deeds as it comes in the hadith إن أحدكم لا يعمل بعمل أهل الجنة فيما يبدو للناس وهو من أهل النار because of the other wording that one of you will do the deeds of the people of Jannah in what appears as such to the people while he's from the people of the fire لأنه أشكل على بعض الناس because this created a problem for some people كيف يعمل بعمل أهل الجنة how does a person do the deeds of people of Jannah until he's so close that it's only an arm's length between him and Jannah. Then the, the decree of Allah uh, precedes him. Then he, enter, he does the deeds of the people of the hellfire, so he enters it therein. Then we say, uh, He did. The deeds of the people of Jannah in what appears to the people. But he did not move forward and he did not exceed anyone. Meaning when there's only an arm's length left, meaning his now his end is very near. He's very close to death. Then the decree of Allah supersedes him or exceeds him or precedes him. There you go. Precedes him is the I think is the most accurate one. Uh, and then he enters the fire. Uh, then he does the deeds of the people of fire. So he leaves the original deeds that he used to engage in. That is because of a, an illness that is hidden within his heart. Which has thrown him into this uh, endless pit, this bottomless pit. So internally, there was always a disease and a sickness. That's the bottom line. Internally, there was always a disease and a sickness in the heart. It was never sound in the first place. To the people, it appears that this person is doing the deeds of the people of Jannah. But internally, there was always an issue. There was always an issue. I say this so that people don't have an evil assumption about Allah. فوالله ما من أحد يقبل على الله بصدق يقبل على الله بصدق وإخلاص. By Allah, no one, no one draws nearer to Allah with truthful sincerity. ويعمل بعمل أهل الجنة. And he does the deeds of the people of Jannah. إلا لم يخذله الله أبدا. Except that Allah will never disappoint him. فوالله عز وجل أكرم من فالله 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 عز وجل أكرم من عبده. Allah عز وجل is more generous than a slave. But it is inevitable that you will be tested in the heart. Um, that particular story, we will leave it. Yeah, let's finish the story so that we can actually do the, uh, the benefits next class, inshallah. وَاذْكُرُوا قِصَّةِ الرَّجُلِ الَّذِي كَانَ مَعَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وسلم فِي غَزْوَةِ مِنْ غَزَوَاتِ عَلَيْهِ وسلم. Let's mention the story of a man who was with the Prophet ﷺ in one of the expeditions. 
وكان هذا رجل لا يدع شاذة ولا فاذة العدو إلا قضى عليها This man did, يعني he basically used to wreak havoc in the enemies فتعجب الناس منه وقالوا they, People were amazed by him And they said هذا الذي كسب المعركة This is the person who basically earned us this battle فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم هو من أهل النار أعوذ بالله سبحان الله The, people, the Prophet ﷺ said he is from the people of the fire. A'udhu Billah meaning we seek refuge with Allah that any one of us will be from the people of the fire. Not in regards to the statement of the Prophet ﷺ. So I'm correcting myself in case you misunderstood me. This was, this was very big in the eyes of the Sahaba. They were amazed. They were, they were astonished. They were perplexed by, by, by what happened. Like this person did all this and the Prophet ﷺ said he's from the people of the fire. How could this person be from the people of the fire? A person said, I will, I will stay near him. I will accompany him. Meaning, I will follow him. So he followed him. Subhanallah. So this, this brave man was, was hit with an arrow by the enemy. So he panicked and he took out his sword and we seek refuge with Allah. And he put the, uh, he put the, uh, the, the tip of the sword on his chest and he put the handle on the ground and then he leaned on it until the sword went through his chest out of his back. So he killed himself. فجاء الرجل إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وأخبره. So the man came to the Prophet عليه وسلم and he told him. وقال أشهد أنك رسول الله. He said I bear witness that you are the messenger of Allah. قال بما. He said why. قال إن الرجل الذي قلت فيه إنه من أهل النار حصل منه كذا وكذا. He said the man who you said regarding him, he will be from the people of the fire. Such and such happened with him. فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بعد ذلك. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said after that. إن أحدكم لا يعمل بعمل أهل الجنة فما فيما يبدو للناس هو من أهل النار. This was the context of this hadith, that the a person will do the deeds of the people of Jannah in what appears to the people. But he is from the people of the fire. And mention the story of this individual who was from the, uh, from the Ansar. He used to oppose the Islamic da'wah uh, and he was an enemy to it. When the people went out to the battle of Uhud, uh, so Allah Azza wa Jal uh, uh, cast faith and, and iman in his heart. So he believed. Subhanallah. And he went out for the battle, fighting in the cause of Allah, and he was killed as a martyr. So the people came looking for after the battle for their dead ones, for their uh, for their loved ones and those whom they're missing among the dead. So they found a man. فقالوا ما الذي جاء بك يا فلان؟ they said what has brought you here or such as such person؟ أجيت حدبنا على قومك أم رغبة في الإسلام؟ did you come did you come just to oppose your people or seeking Islam؟ قال بالرغبة في الإسلام he said rather out of out of seeking Islam ثم طلب منهم أن يقرأوا على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم سلام then he told them to convey the salutations upon the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم فَصَارَ هَذَا خِتَامَ وَأَنْ قُتِلَ شَهِيدًا مَعَ أَنَّهُ كَانَ مُنَابِذًا لِلْدَعْوَةِ So his end is that he was killed as a martyr even though in the beginning he was in opposition to the da'wah. Quite similar to Khalid ibn al-Walid or Sufyan 
and many who were not Muslims in the beginning and then they accepted the da'wah later on. So with this we conclude this uh, part of the hadith. Uh, we will uh, continue with the fawaid or the benefits of, the benefits of this hadith next week insha'Allah ta'ala. Meanwhile, let's see what y'all got. Wa alaykum salam ya Abdurrahman. Just before class, I was speaking to my family about the people that are chronically ill, opting to kill themselves because they believe that living with it, it's worse than taking their own life. Oops. Subhanallah, the timing. Uh, I'm getting married soon. Alhamdulillah, congratulations, akhi. Barakallah feek. Mubarak. Bid'ah is super common where I'm from. I wanted to ask, what is the correct process in doing the nikah? Is the sheikh required? Can Quran be recited? Please refer to my lecture, where is this wedding heading? Where is this wedding heading? And get your hands on the book of Sheikh Al-Albani. Sheikh Al-Albani's book, Adabu Zifaf. Adabu Zifaf. The Etiquettes of Marriage. I think it's translated to English. Inshallah Ta'ala, you'll find it beneficial. Naam. What? Muhammad Jibali translated it? Good. Wa alaykum salam, Mr. Adil. Was it normal for the early humans, Bini Adam, live long lives such as 950 years? Yes, it was normal back then, according to what I know from the scholars. They all lived long. Naam. Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Is forex trading and the income that, that's derived from it halal? I don't know what forex trading is. Yeah. Yunus, that's the question you've been waiting for since yesterday. SubhanAllah, we forgot to answer it. Forgive us, bro. Please forgive us. I don't know what forex trading is. Or who told you that I know? Uh, Sheikh, I feel bad now. You waited this whole time for a no answer. In Islam, is there a valid type of ta'wil or all ta'wil bad and should be avoided? No, there is a valid type of ta'wil when, when there's a, a, a reason, there's a illa that forces you to do ta'wil. There's a valid illa that forces you or allows you to do ta'wil. Otherwise, fundamentally speaking, ta'wil should not be done. If you mean by ta'wil, giving a different meaning than the apparent. Otherwise, ta'wil could also mean just interpretation. Uh, but yeah, there are cases of that. If you go over the aqid al-wasitiyah, which we covered uh, on this channel, then you will see uh, examples of a valid type of ta'wil. Now, Wa alaykum salam, Ms. Mizzi. One of my family members has his wedding video public on YouTube. In the video, there are women without proper hijab. How to approach him, take it down? Uh, by walking towards him and sitting down next to him and say, Hey, how's it going, family member? <laughs> uh, last I checked, yani, you're not allowed to put uh, women without hijab online uh, unless you want to gain the sins of everybody who watches them. And I mean, hey, what happened to the protective jealousy that you're supposed to have, brother? Come on now. It's not worth it. You know, just, I, I don't know why y'all, just be be straightforward. There's nothing like straightforwardness. Just go straight to the person and tell him how you feel and tell him what you want. Tell him what's on your mind. Just deal with it. Don't overthink. If you overthink and try to yeah, and you complicate things, it gets complicated. Keep it simple, baby. Keep it simple. Come on now. Tell him. Don't be scared. Uh, is it bad to feel unhappy for lifting off a prohibition? To do something by lifting off the condition. <laughs> to do something by lifting off the condition where it's prohibited to do so. Such as brushing teeth after eating onions. Allah, ya akhi, anta, your questions need an interpreter. And four translate, translators and three data, data analysis 
accountants to figure out what you're asking me, Ya Fufuz. Allah irham ahlak, Ya Fufuz. Is it bad to feel happy for lifting off a prohibition to do something by lifting off the condition where it is prohibited to do so? Such as brushing teeth after eating onions? What? What? <laughs> Next. Have you given and done any Islamic workshops, programs, events, and or classes related to Hajj? Yes, I've done it on Hajj. Uh, uh, how many times have you and your family performed Hajj and Umrah in life? That's you know you should know, yeah, Atif. You should know my style. My style is Loki. I don't like to tell anyone. First of all, I'm a miskin in the in the department of doing good deeds, and then uh, uh, when I'm not being a miskin. I don't like to share with anyone technically anything about what I do because I am under the impression that part of trying to be sincere is keeping those things to yourself so that you don't fall under the dangerous uh, uh, category of people that seek admiration and praise and يعني, whatever. So it's, it's a very tricky thing. Why would I tell you how many times I performed hajj? Or Umrah. If I have performed that Hajj and Umrah, who, who knows? Maybe I didn't. That's something that you don't tell the people, bro. You don't tell the people. You keep this information to yourself because you don't know whether it was accepted from you or not. And because there's no point. SubhanAllah, there's no point. So that, that's such a question. Just all of you guys, just don't ask me. Don't ask me, do you fast Mondays and Thursdays? Do you pray the Sunnah? And I probably don't do any of them. And if I did, I'm not going to tell you. I, I heard Knowledge North mention how the Taliban killed many of the Ahl Hadith from Pakistan. He also mentioned how they don't give sister schools. Is this is this speaking ill of the Muslim ruler? Ah, no, I don't know, Habibi. I don't know. That is a valid question. Wallah, I haven't looked at it that way. I really want to do Hijra. I have a girl. May Allah bless her. And a son, may Allah bless him. And I'm afraid for their deen. We all are. But my husband wants my son to finish school here three years. But the fitna is too much here. Well, you know, the yeah, that's a tough situation because we need to speak to, you know, your your husband. I'm sure he has his reasons. Um, but uh, education is not more important than deen. So, you know, try to reason with him and explain to him. Involve other people that are of knowledge who can help advise and, 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 and talk to him if you think that would be beneficial. Otherwise, may Allah make it easy for you and grant you patience. At the end of the day, the husband is the shot caller. And you have to just comply. Wait, so the guy who killed himself of being hit with an arrow, is he among the people of Jahannam? That's scary. Yep. Yep. Uh, you talked about meditation. Mediating a private conversation between Ustad Wasim Ismail and Fazl Hamadi. May Allah bless you in that. Yeah, I did talk about it and nothing happened. I am sorry. What is your opinion on Sheikh Ahmed Al Huli? Who in the world is that? Is it okay to watch his YouTube? I don't know who that person is, yeah, Captain. Oh my God, we're going to go back to asking about individuals all the time. This guy's come on, man. I've told you a million times. Whatever, Asim al-Hakim, what did he say? Something about learning from a Maturidi? No, I'm of the opinion that you don't learn, don't learn from a Maturidi. That's just my opinion. 
skip binay or any other raw meat halal to consume? Yes, because it does not have blood. What's not halal to consume is blood. Now, since you're olive oil naturally, you're going to ask about kib <laughs> Sometimes my husband and I pray together when he misses salah in masjid. We recently heard a husband and wife cannot form a jama'ah. So does it mean there's no reward for praying together? I don't know who told you that you cannot form a jama'ah. Fundamentally, that is not the original jama'ah, but it's better than, that is better than not, nothing. It's not equal to the jama'ah. But it's better than praying on your own. So yeah, if you, you guys pray together, Zakumullah khair. But he should not يعني, make it a habit. Wa alaikum salam. I went, I want to go to college to become an ESL teacher and then make hijrah with my diploma, inshallah. Does this seem like a good idea? It is a good idea, except that most countries now where you could do hijra too they require along with the esl a bachelor's degree and some of them even a master's degree so prepare yourself for that so nowadays the esl doesn't cut it this fyi masjid in my town pray isha when sky is still red can i pray with them i i, I don't know i don't know if you have alternatives then then wait is it only riyah that would cause you to do evil deeds near the end of your life? No, no, it's not just riyah. Any type of heart disease, any type of disease in the heart, and we're talking about abstract uh, 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 spiritual disease of the heart, not you know, not a blood clot in your heart or some sort of uh, some sort of heart disease. We're talking about disease of you know spiritual diseases. Anything, anything it could be riyah. It could be anything else. It could be hypocrisy. Well, riyadu billah. It could be anything else. Ask Allah to cure our hearts from the diseases that we have. Come on, guys. I got to go to the gym. I heard Farin responds. Farid responds. How did it become Farin, yaqi? Say 73 sects hadith, hadith is weak. Is it true? No, it's not true. Of course it's not true. The hadith is sahih. That's concerning. Some sisters use their use hair removal to shape, hair remover to shave their eyebrows. Is this halal? No. It's not halal. And we're done. We're done. Is it correct? The companion, Usayram, uh, entered Jannah without performing a single prayer? Mm, I don't know. I don't know the details of his uh, story right now. All right, Akhwan and Akhawad, Barakallah Fikum, Zakum Law Khairan. We will catch you, Bi'idnillahi Azza wa Jal, next week. And uh, be safe and sound and take care of yourselves. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.